0: what up ladies and gents it is monday some mind-altering financial strategies for you today at one o'clock on the business bros show here we go shut up and sit down the business bros podcast was created for you learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories find out what's working in business on social media what's hot and what's not straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work and now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Bros. Yes, yeah, what I'm talking about, ladies and gents. We got a good show for you today. I got uh, I got Rob Gill here from uh, Epic Financial. We're gonna talk about some of his mind altering strategies that he uses when he sits down and talks to the clients. Rob, welcome to the program.
1: Hey, what's up, Hernan? What's going on, man? Happy uh, Happy Monday, brother. Thank you for the invite.
0: Dude, it's Monday right before Christmas. Uh, People are spending all kinds of dough, getting ready to be in trouble at the beginning of the new year. Uh, Before we get into all that, dude, I wanna know, uh, I'm starting to ask this question of people. How do you define success? Like you're gonna talk to a lot of people about money, a lot of people about their own situations, getting them in and out of whatever they're trying to, wherever they are today, getting them into a position where they wanna be. How do you define success?
1: You know, I think success is a choice, right? And I think my my definition of success is the feeling of abundance, um, being able to know who you are, and being able to do what you want, when you want, with who you want, whatever you want.
0: I like that. I like that. And uh, uh, one of the ways that we've always talked about it was uh, it's when your money works for you. You no longer have to work for your money, right? Yeah. So you're 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 done trading time, right? You're done trading time. You've put yourself in a different position when people come and talk to you about their money problems or their money issues. What's some of the more common situations that you find people in? Uh, And what are some of those common hurdles that they have to go over?
1: You know, it's amazing. That's a great question because uh, when it comes to money, money has a charge to it, right? So a lot of folks out there just at the end of the day, they're not financially educated. And the challenge is um, throughout their life, they buy a bunch of different products from a bunch of different people based on a bunch of different opinions. And they really don't understand how uh, the right hand should speak to the left hand. It's important because I think at the end of the day, if you look at our industry, it's broken. Um, it's broken because it's meant for you to kind of put together the pieces of all the different financial planners or professionals that are out there. For example, If your accountant isn't speaking to your insurance agent, if your insurance agent isn't speaking to your fiduciary and or uh, your estate attorney, then the challenge is you, the consumer, have to put all that together. And at the end of the day, to be able to do that and get them on the same page is a massive challenge. So I think first and foremost, uh, when it comes to money and education and really understanding that you pay the professionals, they don't pay you. And in that space, I would begin the process of getting through those hurdles by having an education first.
0: People buy dumb shit, dude. They buy it all the time. It's it's just what we do. I, and and I am I'm a victim of it as much as anybody else's. We buy all kinds of dumb stuff. And yep. sometimes what ends up happening is you have that habit that's built into you, and it might not be your fault. It's what you were exposed to. Your parents were that way. That's right. Uh, you know, you didn't learn anything different. School definitely doesn't teach you that stuff, nope. right? So we head out into this world and some of us decide we're going to go the entrepreneurial route. And so we enter this idea of business and we take the habits that we had in our personal lives of buying dumb shit and we take that into the business life. And we, we start to buy every single shiny object possible because we're looking for that quick shortcut to success. Um, when you're talking about fiduciaries and insurance professionals and everybody else working together, how am I supposed to put a team together if I can't even manage my own stuff?
1: that's that's a dynamite question and let me just kind of give you the the brand which is uh epic financial strategies has two divisions by the way we call that the money train that you hear in the background Um, if you hear the train it's the money train but epic financial strategies has an insurance division and it also has a a wealth management arm now rob gill himself i am not a fiduciary Um, that division has uh, not only cfps but fiduciaries tied to it and that's really in the wealth management space when you think of wealth management think of iras and 401ks and you know they their job is to make sure whenever they do proper planning in any fiduciary capacity in any company in america their best interest uh, has to come after your best interest now that's one space the question is is the fiduciary speaking with the estate attorney the insurance agent the the accountant and the trust officer and if that's not happening then there's a good chance that proper planning isn't coming your way because you're left to put together the pieces. And for us here, we try and we, we at Epic want to make sure that we do the best we can to not only to, to show you how to work with your other professionals, but if for whatever reason that can't get done, then we have a model and methodology in place that can connect the dots for you.
0: So you're, you're uh, you you have a background in insurance, right? So I'm assuming that uh, you're talking life side or you're talking PNC side.
1: Everything. So our office, Epic Insurance Services, handles life, disability, PNC, business insurance, individual insurance, everything across the board.
0: And and uh, when you built your firm, I'm assuming you started off with a niche and kind of decided to branch out, or did you start off saying, I'm going to encompass everything and then pull people in? How did you no, build
1: I, that? I, um, that? That came to me. I did not discover that on my own through a lot of reading and a lot of uh, just dealing with clients and eventually having to deal with their accountants and you know, an accountant typically, once again, I'm speaking in general terms, brother, but an accountant is typically a historian. They just want to get you a write-off this year. So they may say something like, um, you know, Hernan, you may want to buy term insurance and invest the difference into a 401 k which by the way, sounds phenomenal at a cocktail party and it has like a nursery rhyme to it. The challenge is if you put all of your money into a 401 k right, and you always want to check everything I'm saying, But if you put all of your money to a 401k, it's not a tax savings, it's a tax postponement that results in substantial lost opportunity costs, provides no disability benefits, and when you take it out, most importantly, is subjected to ordinary income taxes at the time you take those distributions. Now, if you're saving money to a 401k versus not saving money at all, it's a good thing. But just remember when you're saving that money and now when you get to retirement, just keep in mind that 30 or 40% of that is owed by the IRS, on t- typically speaking. Now, also, if you bought term insurance through those years, you no longer have that term because it probably expired. And then you may not qualify for insurance when you're in 60s and your 70s the way you would have in your 30s and 40s.
0: All right, let's let's hover on this, right? Because because you went into some deep stuff right here. So uh, when you talk to uh, the average Joe, somebody who's not in the insurance space, somebody who's not in the life space, when you start talking about deferred uh, tax deferred strategies, you start talking about you know paying taxes later on versus paying taxes today, it starts to get confusing. You said that that three letter curse word tax, everybody hates it anyways, right? So let's let's kind of hover on that. What you're talking about here is uh, what to do during the accumulation phase of your life. So this is when somebody's earning income. right? Right, so yep. you're you're earning income. Some of it gets already goes away to Uncle Sam, anyways. You were talking about what to do with with what's left over, and how to take a little bit of from what you're paying Uncle Sam and put it to work for you so that maybe you don't pay Uncle Sam right now, you pay him later down the road, or we find different uh, tax advantage ways. Now we can start talking about different things you know, Roth IRAs, rolling tax-free, that sort of stuff. Right. Um, so when you're talking about accumulation phase and you're talking about getting people to put money away in something, this is a strategy that has to come into place. Not everybody, especially right now with the whole COVID situation is in a position to start putting things away. But oftentimes what I found is you're just not seeing the entire picture. The way you're operating your income right now, you might not have a way to put something away. But what if we took a look at everything? And this is where your team thing starts to come into place. What if we took a a look at everything? Let's look at your insurance premiums. Can we adjust your deductibles? Can we bundle some stuff up? Let's look at your total income. Can we put stuff in a tax deferred account and drop some of that tax liability? Can we look at your refund? And let's say it's you know, t- take some of your refund here. And rather than taking it at the end of the year, maybe we start allocating some of that funds to to you know put money in a in a whole life policy or put money in a whatever investment that you want. When you talk about the entire picture, what are you looking for when you sit down with a client to help them find some of that revenue to put it to work for them?
1: Listen, I'm a level five listener, and I could have sworn that you've been in the insurance business just by by, by what you're sharing with me right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all over the place, man. All over the place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, thank you for that access. And yeah, listen, I think that what you're describing right now is a cash flow analysis. Um, I actually have.
0: Oh, I think I lost your uh, sound. Understanding. There
1: you go. Um, can you still hear me, Hernan? Yes, I got you computer's back. I got you back. Yep. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Um, it just went a little choppy again, but listen, cash flow analysis is basically really taking a 10,000 foot view of your money in money out. What it looks like on a monthly basis. Can we run it to a financial MRI machine? Meaning, Hey, you're putting money into these, into this homeowners and auto insurance, should you increase your deductible? If you increase your deductibles are going to save you money on a monthly or annual basis. Yeah, probably. And then what do you do with that savings, right? Um, Same thing if you're doing a 401k past the match. Well, maybe you should just go to the match first and then see what the excess looks like if you put it somewhere else. You could monitor and measure all of these different strategies over a 10, 20, 30-year period. But at the end of the day, if you begin to complement insurance to your 401k, what you're going to be able to do later on in life on the distribution phase is manage the tax code a little bit better. Well, let's let's
0: talk about the difference between using a four hundred one k and using a life insurance product. For example, uh, there are a number of different strategies that we can use. Uh, there's, there's, I've heard, uh, everything from whole life strategies where you're funding whole life policies, uh, then later on in life, taking out, uh, loans against the policy. So you're not taking income. There's, uh, the whole, uh, index universal life. There's fixed indexed annuities. There's a lot of avenues in the insurance space that you can use compared to the 401k, the IRAs, those types of things. Can you help the audience understand the difference between the two types of products?
1: Yeah. Um, Great question, by the way. Um, IULs, right? And and if you think of anything non whole life related, uh, the the um, marketing behind it is, hey, you could take advantage of the market going up, but at the same time, if the market goes down, there's a floor, and that is somewhat true. However, there is certain little trapdoors in there, from the from the from the perspective of the cost of insurance later on that could affect you. And I'm speaking about IULs right now. When you look at whole life, whole life has been around for a couple hundred years, even before the tax code was created. Whole life is is the characteristics of a whole life. Think of a, a Roth IRA where it grows and comes back tax-free. Well, in the whole life space, it comes back tax-free up to basis. Same thing with the IUL, but up to basis and to maintain that tax-free status to your... Whoop.
0: I think we lost Rob. He got disconnected. All right. Well, I guess I can keep going from here until he comes back. So uh, we were talking about, uh, let's see, he's coming back. He's coming Sorry back. There that. he is. So no worries. We got ta- back.
1: Yep. So so the whole life would be able to maintain tax-free status um, once you start borrowing from the policy. Now, the real question is, though, how do you position these? Can you Can you complement your whole life with an IUL? Yeah, you can. Because now all of a sudden you're diversifying your insurance. And does this work with um, beginners? Maybe not necessarily. You always want to, in our opinion, in general terms, uh, play in the, the the whole life space first. But somebody could be older and they're looking for, for death benefit, but not a kind of insurance that runs out the way a term would. You may be able to play, play in the space of an IUL. And then when you play into the annuity front, the annuities begin to give you guarantees on your money that come back to you. And if you begin to complement all of this stuff, IUL, whole life annuities with whatever you have in the market itself, you really begin to creating a plan that gives you protection from the things that you can't control, such as taxes, such as inflation and market volatility.
0: Well, let's talk about the end result here. At some point in our entire life, it happens. Nobody can escape it. We're all going to die. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just part of the inevitability of life. Right. It's what makes life so beautiful is the fact that it can end at any point. Uh, now, one of the things that we talk about on our show is creating wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow. Yep. Uh, the generational wealth for tomorrow. That's where you get that. That's where I think, you know, where the, the insurance product becomes a love product because yes, you're talking about uh, setting up a plan in retirement, but there's also that added benefit of what happens when you die. Can you help yeah. people understand when they, when you die and you have a, a, an IRA or a 401k, for example, what happens to those funds versus when you have a, life policy, an IUL, a whole life, a term, whatever is going to be what happens upon death.
1: Yeah. So, so when when you pass away and there's an IRA, it gets passed down to the, you know, to either your wife or your your children, right? Just for a hypothetical. And there's still going to be a tax consequence to that based on age and 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 the time frame of how you got to take those distributions. So if there's a million dollar IRA and and dad passes away, leaves it to mom and/or kids, that is still going to get taxed very heavily based on current tax law at the time of distribution. So it should always be known when you have, when you have a death benefit uh, on a life insurance policy, whether it's a IUL, uh, whether it's a whole life policy, or even a term, if you die or if you pass away while you're in your working years, that, um, that all comes income tax-free, right? That could be part of the estate. It does gross up the estate, but if it's structured properly, that's an income tax-free death benefit. Always check this with your accountant. But here's what we do. When you look at the insurance piece, and you have the entrepreneur that's out there. One of our partners that we do a lot of work with is a gentleman by the name of Chris Crone. He has over 600,000 YouTube subscribers. He's a peak performance expert that has purchased over 4,500 pieces of real estate in the last 12 years. And one of the things that he likes to do is use his life insurance as a bank. You may have heard that. Where he funds up his policy, builds up the cash value, and then use, borrows from the policy to go buy a piece of real estate. Now, in this exercise why is that important because typically if you're a real estate owner or a real estate purchaser you want to get four different rates of return off the same dollar right you want cash flow um mortgage interest write off you want to be able to depreciate the asset on your tax return and then you expect it to appreciate over time right so that's four different rates if that same money for a down payment is run through an insurance policy first remember Uh, Typically, whole life policies give you a guaranteed rate of return by state law and by contract, plus a non-guaranteed dividend. So that's two rates of return. If you leverage that into the real estate, you now have six rates of return off the same dollar. Last but not least, if you have your rent or pay back your policy, you've now created a banking strategy or getting seven rates of return. Think of a Swiss army knife where you get multiple uses of each and every dollar off of that same money move. And that's what Chris does on a very high level. Um, and he uses that for a lot of his real estate purchases. A lot of our entrepreneurs that are in that space want to be able to do that. How does that answer your question when you retire? Well, during your wealth accumulation phase, remember, there's a future value of your, your future net worth based on a, that death benefit today. But once you do get to retirement, you could spend all your assets down while you're alive all the way down to zero Knowing the death benefit is eventually going to replace everything you spent. It becomes a wealth replacement trust strategy that allows you to maximize your money, avoid taxes, and really give you the lifestyle that you deserve.
0: That's what I'm talking about, dude. Mind altering. See, and here's here's the thing: like I've gone to, to a ton of trainings, right? On a bunch of different uh life planning strategies and different tactics. And I have never heard funding your whole life policy, uh, using it as a bank for real estate. That's just another creative way. I've heard about using whole life policies to fund retirement and that sort of stuff. But to fund it that way, that's, you're absolutely right. You're becoming the bank at that point. And I, and I get it. You know, Most people who are listening are probably not at that level or not at that level yet. But again, this is, a, this is why talking to people like yourself, Rob, is so vitally important because you never would have known that was even an option. Yeah. If you didn't sit down and talk to somebody like yourself, if, if yeah. you didn't have a team behind you uh, and, and when you when you put strategies like this into place, it's not something that, you know, I just think, oh, that's a good idea. And then I just go out and do it. There's got to be a team backing you up. So I want to know a little bit about your team Dude. and then I want to shift over to your your social media marketing.
1: I feel like you're like a brother of a different mother that I've never met before. I mean, like, <laughs> this is so... Like, what you're saying is so crazy because you're right. I could theoretically tell you all these great things you could do, but it doesn't mean anything unless someone could execute on it, right? right? So to your point, we have a team that knows how to execute everything I just said from the first inning to the ninth inning and really put you through the success process. This is exactly what we do. Um, what's interesting is I had met a gentleman that began to coach me three years ago his name is sean callagy he's the founder of a company called unblinded unblinded is a um it's a way of massively increasing your sales with integrity it's integrity-based human influence is really the superhero and the super mindset behind um exactly how to communicate effectively and when i first met him we had like eight meetings a month and i was like two and a half years ago this past month no december like you know november into december we had 600 new sales meetings by incorporating the integrity human-based influence model with merging ecosystems not not forming partnerships or alliances but merging ecosystems so one plus one equals a trillion dollars and uh to your point that's that's exactly what we do we specialize in. i say we are experts in execution. We are experts in uh, really being able to gather your financial data and create a high level of organization, share with you um, strategies that tie into your core values once you share them with us. And it all begins with us understanding what your economic philosophy is first and foremost.
0: Sean's a great guy, by the way. We had him on the podcast <clears throat> and oh, really? organization, what he's doing. Yeah. Freaking phenomenal, dude. Yeah. Uh, and brother. then the uh, Dude, amazing, amazing. And then you said something that's that's powerful. And uh, here in San Diego, we got a, a big marketing guy. His name's Billy Jean. I don't know if you've ever heard of Billy Jean as marketing.
1: Billy Jean is the man. I would love to meet right? that guy. I see him all the time.
0: I see him in his Lamborghini from time to time. I'm right here in San Diego, so I see, him, I see him around. But he says one thing that I love all the time, and he's like, there's no such thing as a million-dollar idea, only million-dollar execution. And Ooh. what you're talking about there is power, right? Because, yeah. again, you can share it, it, all kinds of mind-altering ideas. Great, good, that's awesome strategy. How do you make it happen, right? I, I How do you across, make it happen?
1: Hernan, I come across educated fools all day long, every day, and twice on Sunday. Mm-hmm right? Educated fools. And I'm not knocking them, but you can be smart all you want, but unless you're going to execute, it doesn't matter.
0: You got the power of a full university, a couple full universities, people's opinions right here in the palm of your hand. Knowing is great. The GI Joes would always tell you, knowing's half the battle. What about the other freaking half, right? The actual execution part. So let's talk about some of, uh, of how you're growing. You started building your stuff on social media, building a following on YouTube, uh, that's not traditional for an insurance guy. Let me tell you, I run a, we, I produce another show called the insurance bro show. And the whole point of that one is we want to have fun insurance because insurance is boring. You look at real yeah. estate agents, they post everything on social media, right? Where they're going, who they're partying with, what house they have, what everything is on social. You look at an insurance agent, yeah. boring, yeah. nothing. They don't post a thing. You're, you're, you're doing right. Stuff, yeah, you're doing stuff on social. Tell me why you shifted that way. How's it working for you?
1: First of all, we make insurance sexy, brother. Make no mistake about it. That's what I'm right? talking so, about. So we want to make sure that people understand that they can velocitize their money while they're alive. The death benefit is only there to serve as a replacement value if they do it the right way. Enjoy the wealth that they deserve while they're alive. So as I, as, uh, I was, I'm, I'm a platinum partner in the Tony Robbins world. And I learned early on to model after people that have been there, done that. But I also learned innovation comes from outside the industry you're in. So when I connected with Chris Krohn, and check him out on YouTube, he's phenomenal. He's a top 20 worldwide influencer. When I connected with Chris Crone, I saw his model, right? And I said, you know, how do we do that and what we do? So we started our YouTube channel. It's right in the beginning. We started about, let's say, in the middle of July. And every day we're posting educational content, doing the best we can, bringing in the information. Um, so we modeled after Chris. But then we also said we took those videos, which are anywhere between five and ten minutes long, Cut them down into 60 second commercials and then repurpose them along amongst Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And then we just started a TikTok channel. By the way, I got a hundred followers and I did a video yesterday, it got 7,000 views. Like we're going bananas over that. Like that's such a big deal for us. And it's in TikTok and it was like, what's the difference between a pension plan and a 401k? Here's the hack brother, and you, I'm sure you know this. I used to just post videos and like, just put a title up there, not even understand what it meant. But now, all of a sudden, we, we we because we're being coached, it's about the title you put up. And whatever that title is, it could tie into the platform that you're on. So that's that's some of the stuff that we're doing right now. We also, as you know, I mentioned this, I have a, a, another company called We Are Infinity X. Um, every Tuesday night, East Coast at 7 p.m., I'd love to invite you as a guest, by the way. Uh, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., I bring somebody on and I interview them because I believe success leaves clues and I believe success comes in different sizes, shapes, and forms. And I love for our community, our audience, to see what success looks like. And um, I invite you on to that show. I'll have one of my, my partners reach out and get you all set up for it. But it's really a way of edifying everybody else. And in that space of, of edifying others, a lot of good things happen in our space.
0: Oh, dude, uh, 100%. I'd be honored, by the way. I mean, you're literally episode 627. We've interviewed so many people. And, and it's funny because... When I look at it from from their perspective, we give you guys a platform to share your message, who you are, you know what you stand for, all that cool stuff. But it's super selfish on my part. I get to learn from people like, like literally, how, yeah. how many hours of training would i had uh, would i have had to gone through to kind of just get a glimpse of that one real estate strategy you shared with me right yeah. i mean on top of every single person who comes on the show is doing something amazing in their way in their light in their industry and i get to i get to learn from each of them and pull little pieces dude i mean that's the power to me of of having the social media of having your youtube channel of having your tiktoks like we're literally matrix style just like plug it in the back of your head and just start downloading as much information as possible so true but, but let's talk about your execution because you're you're doing a lot of things in 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 the grand scheme of things so you're 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 you started the YouTube channel you started doing your TikTok stuff you're you're understanding how things are working you're becoming your own media company why what is the purpose what do you want out of that
1: well that's a great question so uh for me I grew up in a town in New Jersey called Bayonne New Jersey 75,000 people in a three mile area. Um, my dad was a police officer, but he worked a couple of different jobs. And my, my mom and dad, um, I was the youngest of four, You know, they just knew nothing about money, brother. Um, they, um, if, you, if I go back in time and I open up my dad's top drawer, it was filled with lottery tickets. And that was his idea of, of making it big. Like he would just pay lotto every single day. You know what I mean? So when I, when I go back into that place, I remember thinking that I, I wanted to be more in control when it came to money. And um, you know I manifested a couple of years later, got a job on Wall Street. I used to, up, I used to open up phone, new accounts over the phone. I did have a Series 7 for a while, and I opened up 3,000 accounts in a six-year period over the telephone. And I've heard every no under the sun that you could possibly hear during that time. And that's when I began to learn the importance of having all the planners on the same page for the benefit of the client. Um, so for me, it's really about financially educating people so they can have an abundance mindset and not feel the financial insecurity. Cause I know what that feels like and how to overcome those emotions through certain strategies, rituals, and habits on a daily basis. So they can wake up every day in the right state of mind to understand that money isn't math. Uh, it's a commodity and if you use it properly and if you velocitize it properly, you could begin to really not only just get a, um, let's say, let's, let's call it not only Um, compounding a product, but really compounding your overall world. And if you do that, and if you understand the advantages and disadvantages of all the financial products that are out there today, what begins to happen is you create the right models and methodologies.
0: Let me ask you uh, one of these final questions here. Uh, every entrepreneur has their strengths. Every entrepreneur has their weaknesses. There's something that you're good at. There's something that you that you want to improve upon, right? If 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 you were to like honestly take a look in the mirror and attribute a specific quality or trait that you have towards the growth or the success of your business, what would that be?
1: G- gorilla style work ethic. Hmm. There's no nine to five.
0: Elaborate on that because, because I know there's, there's so many people out there who are busy, right? Who, who are, who are, you know, quote unquote working, but yep. don't, don't, don't get to any, any level of success that they had before. And you can't look them in the face and say, you're not working. Cause I, I yep. clearly see what you're working, but there's something that's different between the entrepreneurs who take it to that next level and the yep. ones who don't.
1: You know, great question. I think it starts with culture. I think that if anybody works here at Epic, Epic has to come first, right? The thought of Epic, what Epic stands for, empower, protect, integrate, coordinate. That's what it stands for. So we want to share with folks all of those, the, what I just mentioned on how to really, really put design, put together their design for their financial plan or their financial strategies, I should say. And I think that the day doesn't end until every job is done that could be done that specific day, uh, we don't work off of lists. Um, we work off of outcome. We are outcome oriented and we divorce ourselves from our specific mental outcome. And we let the universe decide what that's going to be. Our job is to put forth the work in on a daily basis.
0: All right. And then I'm, I'm going to push a little more on this one. So are you a manager? Are you a salesperson? Are you a recruiter? Are you a motivator? Are you a CEO? Are you like, what is, what is Rob?
1: I think it's first starts out that you got to wear all those hats. Um, I I think, I think the transition in the last 12 months is Rob is an owner operator. I'm definitely on the sales side still, but at the same time I've turned it over to, to what you just mentioned, CEOs and COOs, um, where, you know, for me, I'm just continuing to bring in the relationships Mm -hmm. that sit and fit with the core values of who we are. Uh, but I am more working on the business now than ever before.
0: I love that answer. And, and and it always comes down to and, and I end up it ends up coming up almost every single time, relationships, right? Like yeah. once you get to a certain level you realize that it's not about the sale. Uh, the sale is important. Damn right, it's important. But if you want to have the the continuity in your business, you want to survive over time, the sale has to come at uh at at the expense of you spending the time establishing the relationship. Once yeah. the relationship is there, the sales are going to come in. They're going to continue to come in, but they need – you need to spend a lot of time on the relationship.
1: Yeah, and there's no – hey, if I spend 30 days on this, there's no guarantee on a time frame yeah. of when that's going to happen, which is why you have to have a system and a process in place and just just continue to develop relationships along the way and then bring in new people, bring in people that could, that could take on the business that's coming in and really execute on a high level.
0: Rob, dude, it's been epic, pun intended. Thank you, brother. Getting, getting, ready, getting, uh, getting to know you. Before we head out, uh, can you let our listeners know, especially the ones who are on audio only, how can they get a hold of you? How can they find you?
1: They can check us out on um, info. If you want to email me, it's info at epicfinancialstrategies.com. Um, if you go to YouTube and you're just looking for education every day and want to get in touch on your own timetable, go to Epic Financial Strategies. That's our YouTube channel and every tuesday night you can check us out on we are infinity x um, every tuesday night we have a uh, we have a guest that comes on and we edify the guest and and you know you can come into our community that way
0: sweet from a content creator to another content creator, I want to know your opinion. Uh, from booking a spot on the show to getting content before the show to being on the show, what was your experience like uh, with the Business Bros podcast?
1: Oh, Business Bros, uh, highly recommend it. Awesome. The energy is incredible. The process to get me on here was easy and seamless. And um, I want to thank you for inviting me onto your show, brother. It was so, it was so awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, dude. I appreciate you taking the time in the middle of the day. Keep changing the lives out there, ladies and gents. Make sure you follow them on TikTok, Rob Gill Official on TikTok and on Instagram. It's Rob Gill underscore Epic. Uh, make sure you guys check out their websites: WeAreInfinityX.com or EpicFinancialStrategies.co. Mr. Rob, thanks again. Thank you, brother. Awesome. La- ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys again at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Peace, and we're out.